Hello and welcome to another episode of Alcoholitics. I am Terrain Myers. I'm joined by my co-host Katrina Myers. Katrina, how are you? <laughs> Great. How are you? I'm good. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing. You la- to roll it back. She laughed before me in the recording. Bullshit. It's not bullshit. It's absolutely true. You laughed and then I laughed and then you asked me why am I laughing. This is a fun, <laughs> fun, icy start for everybody. Um, what's up? Uh, what's going on? How have you been? What's new? You're almost 30. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. No, but, I don't care. Yeah, I figured you didn't care. Uh, I don't think anything's up. Is anything up? No. I feel like nothing's been going on this week. No, no. I left my sunglasses on uh, Arista's fridge. So if he hears this, uh, did you tell him? No, I'm going to tell, I'm telling him now. <laughs> I'm telling him, I'm telling him now. This is my way of telling him. My sunglasses are on top of your refrigerator. They're not full sunglasses. They're clips that go on my glasses. Just so behind the scenes, everyone knows how cool I am. Well, <laughs> but, so you can see. Right. I need to be able to see and I need the sun to be dimmer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's on, they're on top of your, uh, they're on top of your, fridge Mm -hmm. so if you could just put those in a place and then like next time you see me give me those (laughs) that'd be be awesome that's all i got going on yeah let's get into the show (laughs) (laughs) this will be the fastest we've ever gotten into a show no banter no banter i mean very limited banter (laughs) more banter between me and arista (laughs) quite frankly than me and you right now true it seems Uh, we're we're gonna play D D again I'm going to run D&D before the year is out. Yeah, finally. Yeah. This month, not well, t- next month technically. Technically. I mean, on the 8th. It's like less than 10 days. Yeah, like ten legit. Days? Maybe legit. Legit. I have like 10 days to get it ready. Mhm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. Yeah, let's it's hope. It's going to go great. It's going to go great. Everybody's really good at listening and following so directions good at and it's good. Um, I'm allowed to say this because they those they don't fucking listen. So no. I can shit talk these motherfuckers all I want to. Do it. All I all I ask, all I did was be like, hey, here's how you roll for your stats. By the way, you've all done this with me before because we were supposed to play a different game that didn't materialize over like two months. <laughs> two months? That's generous. It was like five. <laughs> it couldn't have been five. It was it was a long time. But. Yeah. And then I look and I think everybody, but you did it wrong. And I, I say that one person didn't do it yet. One person didn't do it yet. You're right. So, so everybody, but them, everybody, but them and me, the only two people who did it, who didn't do it wrong are the person who hasn't done it. And you who did it with me. That said, you would have done it right. I would have done it right anyway. I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, I hope they don't listen to this. I don't think that they will, though. I need to. I'm so good at following instructions. You're, it's one of, like one, one of, of your the best favorite, traits about me. One of your favorite things is following directions, which I think is fucking like nerd lame shit that you do. You're like, I love following directions. <laughs> I love it. My favorite Jackbox game is the one where everybody has to follow directions and I shouted every your favorite two, your top two Jackbox yeah. games are games where that truly you just have to follow directions and no one else wants to follow the directions, so you fo- follow all the directions or boss everybody around and make them do the stuff. Yeah. 
It's fucking stupid. Let's get into the show. <laughs> what, well, sorry, I, I you just want to, you know, I, I went back and looked, and um, the beginning of March was when this all started. <laughs> so. Five months. I was right. Yes, you were right. Someone owes you a medal. <laughs> Someone owes you a medal and a cookie. Uh, congratulations. You were absolutely right. Um, it's all this attitude about, man. What attitude? I feel like you got a lot of attitude towards me. I feel like you have a lot of attitude towards me. Sound off in the... What? False. False. Sound off in the comments who has the attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Text... If you think I have an attitude, text one. (laughs) If you think that Katrina has the attitude, text two. Ready to get going? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've been trying to start the show for the past two or three minutes. (laughs) We're five minutes in. Uh, People are... I'm sure people are like, I need... Usually they're like... We, they talk for 10 fucking minutes about whatever dumb shit's going on at their own home. And I'm just not dealing with it. Give me, give me that, give me that hot, that hot poly, that hot pod, that hot poly podcast shit. Give me that. Give me that. Give me, somebody tell me poll numbers. Tell me what's going on for the midterms. Like, give me that. And I'm like, I'm giving it to them. That's what you I'm, can't use poly as an abbreviation for politics. Politics. Like, it, it means something else. It, uh, you're uh, fair. Lots of things mean multiple things, <laughs> but I see what you're. I see where that. I see where that confusion can be. Uh, I do apologize. <laughs> I'm. Uh, this drink is stronger than I thought. I. Yeah. What are you? Let's. Let's real quick. What have you? What. What did you drink? Um. Before we. Before we have started. Because I know you're, I say you came up here with a big old water. Yeah. Because you're being responsible because you want to, I assume, get to bed at a reasonable time and do pool stuff tomorrow. Absolutely. Right. You know me so well. Uh, I had two seltzers and I feel like they're truly, <laughs> honestly, I'm not sure. They're like, they're like poolside something yeah. or others. Yeah. They're not very good actually, but. I bought two packs because I'm like, this is because you literally saw poolside and went, yeah. I'm in. I'm like, this is a theme, and uh, <laughs> but they weren't. They're really weird tasting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's what I had. Two of them, and I'm buzzing. Buzzing, buzz. buzz. What are you drinking? I'm drinking um Svedka le- like lemon, lemon, and uh, like Turkey Hill lemonade. No, it's Swiss Miss. Swiss Miss Lemonade. Sorry. They didn't have Turkey Hill. They subbed it for Swiss Miss. They subbed it for Swiss Miss. You're right. Uh, <laughs> shit. Um, yeah. The first one I did was like a, a healthy amount of vodka. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like, a, like a norm, like a good, like, you know, it doesn't mess with the taste. There's a little bit of a bite, but it's like, you know, it's good. This one I didn't have ice and I did like the same amount uh, but without ice, in my same amount, I mean like same place it was on the fishbowl when I poured it in. <laughs> so it's a it's a little bit more um, mm-hmm. in this one. So I'll be like nursing this drink throughout the entire the entirety of the podcast. Sounds smart, smart. Yes, yes. All right. Now we're gonna get into the show. <laughs> and our first topic is. The Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. Oh, shit! <laughs> oh, shit! The, the Inflation Reduction Act? Oh, shit! What an exciting name, huh? 
Do you think that was something that Manchin negotiated for? That it had to be called this? Well, I think it I think that it had to be called this because because you have to it's essentially like wrapping uh, a pill inside of like a strip of bacon. Yeah. Where you're like, Oh yeah, Manchin, that's what it is. It's all about you know, reducing, reducing inflation and, and keeping and the debt under, debt under control. That's yeah. what it is. And then it's just like, yeah, fam, we need to spend money on climate change ASAP. I'm not sure it really does much of anything for inflation. I don't, it, th- I don't think it has any much to do with inflation. I, I think that I, I... I know it has deficit reduction. It has deficit reduction. Larry Summers, a an economist whom... I think people on the left want to strangle with their bare hands uh, was the one who like talked to Manchin and was like, this will help ease inflation. Oh yeah. Um, so I, I truly, if, if, if pressed, I couldn't tell you how specifically, cause I just kind of like, that wasn't like a, like that wasn't like my top of yeah. mind. Um, but the most annoying economist in the world, Larry Summers, <laughs> Uh, says that it will, at, at, at least said to Manchin that it will. And Larry Summers has been the one who has been against like the main Build Back Better package mm. um, from its from its inception. Right. Um, he was a you know a, a economist that was in like Democratic administrations that was just like <laughs> really down on um, stuff that we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So speaking of Build Back Better, there's like there's parts of Build Back Better in this bill. Yeah. Not not a lot of it, but parts. This is build back bitty. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit bitty bitty. Little bitty. Little bitty build back. Little bitty build back. Build back a little bitty bitty. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't build back better with Joe Manchin in the no. fucking Senate. You you either build back bitty or you don't do a fucking thing and get absolutely annihilated. So the question is, what is actually in this bill? Are we actually getting something good? Um the answer is yeah. 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 Surprisingly. Kind of, yeah. Shockingly, yeah. Some some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um the the first big thing is corporate tax reform. That's mm-hmm. that's definitely a big thing. Uh part of that includes a minimum corporate tax of 15%, mm-hmm. which is good. And that minimum of like uh that minimum is like like exclude like it it takes into account loopholes. Yeah. Because Corporate, uh, this is from what I've read, um, what I'm currently reading, uh, corporate tax rates can be at like 21%, but they can pay a lot less due to loopholes. Right. This this sets that like minimum of 15. Which is great. Right. Because Amazon and Facebook and every other giant corporation should actually pay something in taxes. Right. Even though it's still less than they something. should be paying. It's something. Um. Uh, sort of similar to that is they're closing loopholes, specifically carried interest loophole. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also funding the IRS uh, and stepping up enforcement to get these people to actually pay mm-hmm. their taxes. Yeah. So this is like the uh, what's the what do you say to get a fly? Is it sugar? You got to catch more flies with honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like the honey for mansion. Like this is the the money makers, I guess. I don't. I I would disagree. <laughs> I I mean, here's the thing. It's like, got to be something, right? I I don't think that this is makes. I think that this is like maybe scaled down from what. Oh, for sure. Which is that's what it's for sure scaled down. That's what makes it. He, it's he, he isn't down. like oh boy, I I want to go after corporations. He's not like that. That's not his. Yeah, thing. yeah. The enforcement part, though, I feel like with the IRS is part of 
the thing he would be into. Because um, it's not just about, like, enforcement on corporations. It's enforcement on everybody. Yeah, but but <laughs> the, the <laughs> corporations are the ones who can, like, run circles around the IRS, whereas right. pe- regular they, people They can. just were able to use the actual tax law to do that. Yeah. Um, so they actually are saying that these three provisions are going to make over $700 billion um, in revenue for the mm-hmm. U.S. government. Yeah. So this is all packaged with the rest of the stuff because – this couldn't be just spending. We right. weren't allowed to just spend. We, we, have, to we have to offset the deficit. We have to uh. offset <laughs> offset the spending with with whatever. Yeah. But it also had to be specific whatever. It couldn't be <laughs> like we can't be like, well, we're just gonna do a blanket wealth tax because right. then Mansion would be like, No, that's not fair to my rich friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean honestly just shocking that their corporate tax is happening. Yeah. Um, this way but then we get the the good stuff um the the stuff that was in biden's agenda all along um prescription drug reform yep and within that we're getting uh medicare to the ability to negotiate the price of 10 prescriptions so not all of them just 10 specific ones (laughs) but uh, that's something um it's going to cap uh medicare d recipients out-of-pocket costs at two thousand dollars per year which is a pretty big deal because out-of-pocket costs can be crazy high Mm -hmm. um and it's the it's the (laughs) when people say they want medicare for all it's truly not understanding how much money you pay via medicare yeah (laughs) like it is a it's a good it's a good like stand-in sometimes universal health care sounds too mouthy so medicare for all sounds good but truly the out-of-pocket costs for medicare can be wild yeah and this this should be good because a lot of people need to get secondary insurance in Mm -hmm. addition to medicare to cover all the out-of-pocket costs so capping that will probably help prevent so much predatory mm-hmm. insurance scams yep. for the elderly see, and stuff you, like that. You've seen a billion of those commercials when you're watching Jeopardy or watching, you know, mm. stuff that old people watch, the Game Show Network. <laughs> like, all of the commercials that you see for all of these supplemental plans mm-hmm. that claim to do this, that, and the other thing. That's... I mean, it's still, I mean, it's we still don't have, like, you know, dental or vision coverage for Medicare, but... yeah. Prescription costs lowered. That's something. Uh, it's something. Let's, uh, let's hey for the rest of the show. Let's stop telling people what they're not getting. <laughs> let's tell them what yeah, they are getting. Yeah. Uh, and it's also going to penalize drug makers if they increase prices faster than inflation. That's mm-hmm. a big deal because they like to just ramp those costs way too high. Yep. Definition of predatory predatory pricing. Mm-hmm. So that's what we got for prescription drug reform in the bill. Uh, also, they're extending the Affordable Care Act through 2025, which is great because it was set to expire at the end of this year, <laughs> uh, which would not have been good. That would have been uh, weird. So three more years, which is a nice extension. It was more than even, you know, the Democrats were initially asking for. Mm-hmm. So that's really nice. And then the the big mamma jamma, the important thing uh, to maybe save our planet from its inevitable uh, destruction. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 eventual heat death of the planet. We're actually doing something about climate change. Uh, mm. This bill invests three hundred and sixty nine nice uh, billion dollars <laughs> to fight <laughs> to fight climate change. Um, the 
there are a bunch of different provisions in here. There are tax breaks. There are things to promote electric cars and uh, renewable energy. Um, but the key point is that it's projected to lower carbon emissions 40 percent by 2030 mm-hmm. which feels like a really really good thing it's an admirable goal and yeah. a very very important thing that needs to get done like 2030 is in eight years it's yeah. shocking that they didn't say something like we'll 20- lower it by 25 percent by 2050 <laughs> lower it by four percent by the year 3012 <laughs> Um, another thing that is in there um, that uh, we don't have here, but I wanted to read it from um, the from the Vox article talking about what's in it. Um, a part of their climate spending is um, billions of quote billions of dollars are set aside for grants dedicated specifically to places that have experienced outsized pollution, with the goal of helping these areas combat public health risks. Some of these funds are also allocated to tackle the negative impacts of transportation infrastructure and other public projects on uh, on communities. That's great. Um, it is so like a specific like environmental justice package, yeah, yeah. Um, which almost not exclusive, but almost exclusively um, impacts like black and brown areas, like areas of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause that's where people think they can kind of do whatever nonsense shit that they want to do. And that's where their local, local governments will just let them do it because yeah. that's just a, like, it's money uh, specifically um, to uh, deal with that, which I think is very, very, very that good. That is very good. And that was not in any of the articles I read about it. So yeah, I think that's, I, that's just a super important mm-hmm. thing for it. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about, this package of bills. Okay, so are this this bill the the things within the this the bill. package with the with yeah the pack the the bill. There are lots of different stuff going on in this bill. So I think that it's I think that it's very 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 good, right? Like I I think that there are some things in there that are obviously necessities. Our, our planet is crumbling. Um, we are experiencing an incredibly like unprecedented heat wave. Like I don't know if anyone remembers that. Like oh, yeah. Like we're we're currently uh, did that like, finally end. I don't know if it's ended or, you know, but I like around the world, every, like people are experiencing, mm-hmm. um, you know, climate change is being experienced throughout the world um, on a regular basis. Um, so so dealing with this um, sooner rather than later is incredibly important. Um, I think that I think that that I had with with Joe Manchin in the way like climate spending was already like incredibly jeopardized. So that for this to be able to be done would would be astronomically good compared to doing literally nothing <laughs> and then potentially like well, truly like let's be realistic potentially losing power in um, uh, in the midterms and spending another two years of not doing anything at all. Um, so I think that that's super important. Negotiating drug prices is good. It's just, it's, it's all around good. <laughs> like that's very, very important. And, um, I, I think that, I think that though this obviously isn't the build back better that we were promised, um, the build back better that we were told by the democratic party, this is what we're going to do when you give us power. Um, they seem to, you know, casually forget that they have to have all the power to do it like and i think that if for 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 some people it's not going to be enough like for a lot of people it's not gonna be enough you know what i mean like because we were told no i'm gonna do this huge thing 
but truly based on like, like I think that this is good. I think that overall this is good. And this is some of the most ambitious spending that the United States has uh, done on um, uh, climate in ever in its existence. So I think overall, this is, I think this overall, this is good. I obviously I'm like, you know, there are some things that I want that I don't get, but overall, I think this is good. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, I mean, this bill, it, this was a shock and we'll get to that. Like <laughs> just that this is a thing at all. Right. Um, we thought we were getting nothing. Um, and thinking that we were getting nothing and then getting like an update saying that, you know, Manchin agreed to a deal and then actually seeing what's in the deal. It was like, mm-hmm. wow, yeah, that's surprising. Mm-hmm. This is, this is all pretty surprising that, that he agreed to it. So I, it's, I, I definitely think there's a lot of good things and the climate change stuff was just bare minimum, absolute necessity or else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, um, you ready um, to talk about uh, Mr. Joe Manchin? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So so the the story was like what two weeks ago that he came out and basically said he wouldn't killed killed all he, of it. He said that he wouldn't do anything I with climate got, change. Yep, wiped his hands of the whole situation yeah. and walked off. So so what do you think of his change of heart? What do what do you think it cost Chuck Schumer to get him to agree to this? Like his what firstborn? <laughs> I I so what I want I want uh we, everybody who's very excited about this who's very excited that something um potentially can get passed. Let's all just collectively catch our breath and remember that Joe Manchin can fuck us at any moment that he wants to. <laughs> Joe Manchin has done this sort of thing before where he's like in and out, uh, opens the door and then does it so that someone puts their foot in it and he can shut the door as hard as he can on their foot. Like I, I don't necessarily trust Joe Manchin and I'm not going to trust Joe Manchin until like, until the bill gets to the president's desk. You know what I mean? Um, that said, good. Like, this is this is a this is a thing of like unfortunately for everybody else, there's a specific way that politics works in America. And no matter how much we scream at Joe Manchin on the internet, he's not gonna do the thing that we want him to do. It was done by uh those in the Senate, like Chuck Schumer, negotiating to get a deal done. And we may not like we may not think that we got everything that we wanted in the deal. Unfortunately, we're in a negotiation with someone who like fucking loves coal. So truly, the fact that we walked out with anything is pretty good. <laughs> but but the like the truth of the matter is like this is unfortunately how politics are. Like a lot of backdoor negotiating, sorry, uh, backroom negotiating, closed door negotiating, where we are not privy to what the details of the negotiations are, and then we are, uh, we are uh, treated to just random statements from Joe Manchin saying, "I actually told Chuck Schumer to go fuck himself four days ago, and I'm I'm not doing anything, and I'm fine with not doing anything, and I'm I'm I'm." good until like 2024 so i don't have to do fucking anything don't worry about it um so i do think that that's like this is just a lesson in in u.s politics where it it all can feel like hope is lost and we're not getting anything and then suddenly something can change and 
I think that's a testament to, like I said, uh, the like Schumer in his office, uh, having you know constant being in constant contact with Manchin in his office and getting something done. I mean, still fuck Joe Manchin, but like, I guess fuck Joe Manchin a little bit less than yesterday. <laughs> now, <laughs> I think they, they they said that there would be forthcoming legislation regarding regulations. <laughs> so I think that's like all the details we have. So that seems yeah. to be what the negotiation was. At least one of the pieces that we're allowed to know about was that Manchin wants something to do with regulations. Do you... What do you think about that? Is there? <laughs> I don't. Here's the thing. Like, I don't trust Joe Manchin on anything, and uh-huh. I gonna I absolutely. If if you told me if you told me like tomorrow, oh Joe Manchin saw something from a bill and he decided they didn't like it, so he decided to kill the entire thing. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. Like, I, we we need to make sure that we are not like like sitting here thinking we got it done because we didn't necessarily get it done. It's not done until the president signs it. Mm-hmm. It's it's not done until the House, until it gets to the House. Uh, they do whatever they want to. Hopefully, they just take it as it is because if it's changed and sent back to the Senate, the Manchin will fucking absolutely get, like, not do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, with in regards to anything going forward, it is stay, stay, stay alert because Joe Manchin is not one to be trusted and he will, if he sees any... Any inkling of something he doesn't like, he will scuttle this bill uh, so fast it'll make your head spin. So if this bill gets passed, what do you think the impacts are going to be on the midterm? Can I say one more thing that we didn't say uh, uh, that's not written on here but I think is also important? Cinema's not a yes yet. (laughs) And I know that (laughs) – I just want to make sure that that's very clear. Cinema is also not a yes yet. Uh-huh. So we have to go and fucking court her ass and make sure that she's on to- on board with this bill. So, like, though we have cleared a huge hurdle, uh, we still are not at the finish line when it comes to um, the Build Back Biddy package. <laughs> like, we're just not there yet. And if you think I'm not naming this episode Build Back Biddy, you're <laughs> fucking crazy. That's absolutely what I'm naming this. But, but truly... Um, Kirsten Cinema is not on board yet, or, or hasn't indicated that she is on board yet. So we're still in a situation where one person, we just decided we're going to shift the power now to another, to one person who has the power to just to uh, absolutely uh, scuttle the entire agenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't want anybody to be happy, right? I, I want everyone to be prepared. Like, <laughs> truly, I was happy. And then I just thought of like, oh, yeah, th- there's some stuff still going on. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so yes, I want everyone to be in misery with me. Um, <laughs> uh, midterms. So here's here's the, the truth of the matter. The Democrats are facing and their Democrats are going against a very, very hefty um very hefty plate they have um historically they're not in a good position um economically with with inflation and gas prices they're not in a great position they're in a good position in the sense that republicans continue to seem uh, seem to continue to want to uh fight out an unpopular uh uh, uh, uh social like uh social war like they want to they want to have an unpopular culture war where they're on like the opposite end of like 70% uh 
uh, approval positions. <laughs> so Democrats can, uh, you know, Democrats can, uh, you know, do well on those issues, but it's still going to be an incredibly hard fought um, election. Um, Democrats are going to have to really, Democrats are going to have to really uh, tell the voters why they deserve a second chance or not a second chance, but why they deserve to continue to have power. And you can look at it in like one of two ways where they can go the route of explaining why the other side absolutely does not deserve to have power because of the way that they behaved and what they've done. Mm -hmm. Or you can point to what you have done with your power and what you will do with more power. And I think that's something with um, the, that's something with this bill they'll be able to, along with, you know, the ARP, um, American Rescue Plan, uh, along with like, you know, like those, like those things that they have done, along with pa pausing student loans. Again, no one during a Biden administration has paid a, a single dime in private student loans, I believe public. it is, or public, public, public. I meant to say public, my bad. Mm -hmm. uh, in public student, lo student loans. Um, like showing what you, ha what you have done and what you can do with more power that's a that's a com like compelling argument or um look at what they are doing with look, look what they're trying to do to get power they they cannot they cannot be allowed to have power those are the two like camps that um are this is going to be fought out in um but i think with this bill with um some of the you know some of the provisions in it it can give people, you know, something to like look at and say, yes, the Democrats are doing something. Yeah, I think that that really counters what I think would have been the prevailing narrative if this passes going into midterms is that Joe Biden's administration did nothing. They yeah. did one thing at the beginning and mm -hmm. nothing since then. So if this actually gets passed, we can actually counter that narrative and we have a substantial thing to point to. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's obviously not everything, but it's it's a big piece of what Biden's platform was yeah. with the climate change act. and, and, you know, I think the corporate tax reform is incredibly important. So yeah, I think, I do think it'll be helpful. So per, the, any movement on prescription drug reform is good. Mm -hmm. And any movement that you can show, like we've done this on pres prescription drug reform, give us more and we can do more. I think that that's, I think that that's something that is a, a, very easy argument to yeah. make. Especially when the other side doesn't have an argument on it besides, no, we don't want that. Like, it's a pop... Again, it's another one of those... It's a popular position. Yeah, and especially at this point with what they've passed primarily impacting seniors. Yep. Yeah. Like. That's... Yeah. It's 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 a... It's a thing that, like... Um, it's a... It's a... It's one of those wedge issues in the sense that it unites the the left we all want people to pay less or not at all for prescription drugs and it divides the right because some of the right are seniors who don't want to pay as much yeah <laughs> and then some of them are weirdos who are like no you should pay as much money as you possibly can and we don't understand why they have that position but they do capitalism capitalism yeah so um <laughs> One of the, uh, I think, unexpected outcomes of the announcement of this deal, um, this was all over the news yesterday, mm -hmm. um, the Senate was supposed to pass a law that would help veterans who um, were sick from burn pits. Right. Um, 
And the Senate had, in fact, already passed this bill. 84 to 14. 84 to 14 a couple weeks ago, I think. By the way, uh, the 14 people who voted against this have to be insane. Yeah. And I never looked up who they are. But while you talk, I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, good call. Um, and apparently in retaliation for this package, when it came up before the Senate uh, yesterday, uh, it was uh, filibustered. Yeah. Um, I believe eight Republicans still voted with it, uh, but it was filibustered. 58 votes um, was all they got. Um, and apparently there was some BS about like they don't like a provision in it, but it's like almost yeah. word for word it, the exact same bill that they voted 84 yes. 14 on. And uh, apparently this movement to not pass it was led by our home state senator, Pat Toomey. Pat Toomey, baby. Replace this motherfucker with Fetterman right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's, oh my God. And, uh, you know, this made big news because uh, John Stewart is a big proponent of this bill mm-hmm. and... Uh, he made a big stink about it, rightly so, and mm. and got it a lot of attention, which is great. But what do you think about all this, and, and how do you think the Republicans look with this move? So if the Democrats, again, and I'm talking purely political because obviously there is a right and wrong in this, right? It's not even It's not even hard to like point out what the right and wrong is <laughs> voting against veterans <laughs> like uh saying that I'm not going to vote for this uh package for veterans who uh went overseas and were and were um just inundated with with uh sickness because of a weird policy that we have <laughs> on uh, like this is like on, on removing waste, just burn pits. Like they're, they're, they're the, the gall of these people to say, we are the party of veterans. We are the party of freedom. We're the party of the military. And then when this kind of thing comes up, they're, they're, they're often the party of like, you know, war. <laughs> like yeah. they're the party of like, a, a war and 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 sending people to foreign places to fight and kill but when it comes to like being the party of you know making sure that uh, these veterans have health care no they don't like to do that that for some excuse me that for some reason is not what they're into mm-hmm. so i mean truly looking at this from a purely political lens this is bananas <laughs> this is bananas for a party to vote heavily after voting 84 to 14 to just come out and be like, Oh no, 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 we're not going to pass this bill because we're going to use it as leverage because we don't want the Democrats to get a win on this thing. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy to just all but admit that that's absolutely what's happening. You were all fine with this bill until mansion. And by the way, this is, you rarely hear uh, the Democrat, you we really hear together Democrats and strategy, <laughs> but truly the Democrats were like, uh, <laughs> the Democrats waited until after like the, Ch- I think the chips act got passed, um, which was about like computer chips and, and manufacturing here instead of China or whatever. I don't remember the specifics. Um, but <laughs> Mitch McConnell was under the impression that no reconciliation thing was happening. They, they get that done. And then like a little bit later, the announcement for that come the announcement for um the inflationary uh, sorry inflation reduction act comes out so they're mad about that mm-hmm. so the republicans are mad about that mitch mcconnell's very very mad about that um 
Susan Collins came out and said uh, them having making it them them working together and doing a deal on that the Democrats uh, doing a deal on the Inflation Reduction Act is going to make it harder for to get Republican votes to pass gay marriage in the Senate mm-hmm. is what she said is what she said which by the way oh please Susan I need for you to vote against gay marriage because you think that it's not fair that the Democrats who have the majority in the Senate and the House and that have the presidency did something for the fucking country. I need that to be <laughs> your reasoning behind that. You absolute fucking ghoul. Like, I think that they're, like, I think it's bad. It's a, it's a, just a bad look to, to do all of this in a retaliatory fashion because you're mad about a bill that got passed. You're, this isn't good for you. But do you think that owning the libs is more important to their base? To their base, it's more important. <laughs> but a lot of these dumb motherfuckers aren't running for re-election. Yeah. So them, why did why did Mitt Romney do this? Did he? Mitt Romney's one of the fucking one of the people who came. Who See, when flipped. I saw eight people vote, I assumed he was one of them. Mitt Romney flipped. Rob Portman, who's not running again, mm. flipped. Like a lot of these motherfuckers flipped, and it's like, why? What? What? Why? There was no reason. There was no yeah. reason for it. Besides, you are craven, craven monsters. Yeah. Who <laughs> who absolutely needed needed to stop the Democrats from getting a win. And and you we can we just this is one of those this is one of those things where we all need to remember that just because they're on your side for one thing does not mean that they're going to be on your side for anything and does not mean that they are good and pure of heart. <laughs> right? Like it's just not the case. They are. They will actively go against something they know is the right thing if it can stop the Democrats from getting a win. Mm-hmm. That's just true. What do you think about this? Uh, this sudden flip. Yeah, I mean it's obviously disgusting. I think they weren't expecting as much attention as they got. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think they thought this wouldn't get as much coverage as it did and it's great that like john stewart went on newsmax to yes talk about which this. which i i need <laughs> i need to find it. oh my god you didn't see, oh it's i never on watched it oh, i never yeah. watched it i need you, to find you it. gotta watch it um it's yeah um but i they just weren't expecting it to get any coverage so i how soon do you think they're actually gonna pass it Chuck Schumer said he'd bring it up again on Monday. Do you think they'll pass it on Monday? I think they'll pass it on Monday. <laughs> I think it'd be fucking crazy. First, it'd be fucking crazy if they don't pass it on Monday. Yeah. It, 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 for for these Republicans to have to go home and explain to, to, to their constituents <laughs> why they didn't uh, vote for uh, a package. For, like, they can make, you can usually make the case on, like, bad votes. Mm-hmm. Republicans can usually make the case on bad votes because they're talking to people that like hate other people and that's fine, right? right? Like they're talking to people who are like, I'm glad you didn't vote for, uh, you know, marriage equality because I don't think the queer couple down the down the street should have the same rights as me. Like that's, that's what they're doing. That's mm-hmm. what they're usually, it's harder when you're like, I am, I'm, I'm mad that there is a... <laughs> I'm mad that there's going to be a reconciliation bill, so I want vets to suffer. That's harder to that's harder to like explain to your constituents. Yeah, and you could just hide from your constituents like a lot of politicians do, including I think Pat Toomey. Right. But um, yeah. but it's still like a lot of these people are like Ron Johnson's not gonna Ron Johnson's gonna vote for this. You're gonna you, you could probably Ron Johnson's probably gonna be voting for uh, every popular bill that comes up <laughs> until he gets until uh, his uh, election in November. Yeah. Um. Some of these people are you, you're just you're not gonna see them uh, vote against this. 
So I, I think it would be – bring it up again on Monday. It would be crazy if it doesn't get passed. You ready to move on to the next topic? Yeah, I will just one more thing. Um, those who voted against it the first time, um, one of them <laughs> uh, – uh, I think Mitt Romney didn't flip. He didn't vote for it the first time. What? Mitt Romney and Mike Lee, both of Utah – Mike Lee's – by the way, Mike Lee's running against a – he's running against a conservative – like, he's running against um Evan McMillan – McMullen, rather. Evan McMullen, who you may remember as someone who, like, ran as an independent yeah, or whatever. Yeah. He's running in Utah against Mike Lee, and he's running – no Democrat ran. They decided to back Evan McMullen. Okay. So – so, so Mike Lee's going to have to go back to Utah yeah. and explain to, to Utahns <laughs> why he's like against the troops. That's <laughs> and really Evan McMullen is going to have an easy like, hey, look at what's up here. Like it's, it's just crazy. But, but seriously, legitimately, what the fuck is going on with Mitt Romney? <laughs> Good fucking question. What's up with Mitt Romney? Some of the other people I'm like looking at, I'm like, yeah. Like some of the people who didn't vote, like, I'm shocked Ted Cruz didn't vote against it the first time. I think he flipped. He was one of those that flipped. Yeah, of course. But um, but I'm just shocked. But sorry, we could we could move on. I just, it's insane. Um, speaking of um, disappointing uh, Pennsylvania politicians, <laughs> uh, Doug Mastriano, um, we all know he is running for governor of Pennsylvania to turn Pennsylvania into the Christo fascism uh, situation that he like yearns for. Um, He's getting some, he's getting uh, bucked in the media um, due to his, uh, due to his um, connection with a uh, website, a social media site called Gab. Um, for those who don't remember what Gab is, if you remember back in the day when people were like, I hate Twitter, it's just all it is is liberals getting to say liberal stuff and uh, conservatives being uh, censored. censored and crucified or whatever the fuck. Um, uh, so there were like a bunch of offshoots like Parler and Getter. <laughs> um, one of them was Gab. Um, and now Truth Social. And now, and now they're now Truth Social. Um, all equally successful. <laughs> um, so Gab uh, popped up as like a response to Twitter where a lot of people can go and be anti-Semitic and mm-hmm. there's not going to be any sort of problem with that. And, and you know, Twitter would like sometimes crack down on that as long as you weren't a sitting U.S. politician. <laughs> um, but but, but uh, <laughs> Gab is fine with it. Gab is super cool. Um, in fact, um, uh, when there was the shooting in... Um, in Pittsburgh at the Tree of Life Synagogue, um, a bunch of uh, Gab users were applauding um, for what happened. Um, Doug Ma- now back to Doug Mastriano. Um, Doug Mastriano paid um, Gab itself $5,000 for consulting, campaign consulting fees. Hmm. Um, I guess G- <laughs> Doug Mastriano's like, you know where I need to get my message out? That anti-Semitic social media website. Um, he's <laughs> he's getting a lot of he's getting a lot of uh, uh, pushback for that in the media. Um, 
he <laughs> one of the things that he said, which I thought was pretty crazy, was um, in response to this, he said, um, and I'm trying to find specifically uh, where it is, but he said something to the effect of um, uh, Torbo, who is uh, Andrew Torbo, the uh, CEO of Gab, uh, does not speak for me. I think that that's harder to I think that's harder to like say when you've given this guy five thousand dollars to get your message out. <laughs> I think I think that that actually means he does specifically speak for you. You have paid him five thousand dollars to do so. Um, uh, Andrew Torbo, he. Um, he, when this was pointed out by a media matters, uh, by the me- by someone from media matters, um, and from um, the Anti Defamation League CEO Jonathan Greenblatt, um, Torbo released a statement saying, um, "Quote: This is a Christian nation. Christians outnumber you by a lot, a lot. We're not going to listen to two percent. You represent two percent of the country. Okay, we're not bending the knee to the two percent anymore." Um, Katrina. Do you think that there are going to be any issues with Doug Mastriano uh, tacking hard to the uh, anti-Semitic right while going up against his Jewish opponent? (laughs) Do you think that that may have any sort of negative ramification in this campaign? And I'm very nervous because I think you're about to say, I don't think so because people are bad. But I, I have to remind you, people may be bad, but they don't like outward anti-Semitic views. <laughs> yeah, you know, I haven't seen too much from the Mastriano campaign mm-hmm. at all since he won the primary. You know, there's not a lot I bet of... The, I bet the Mastriano campaign is really happy about that. <laughs> right? Like, he's not on Jeopardy with his commercials, is he? No. I, I haven't, haven't seen, seen them. Any. All I see are really tragic Josh Shapiro commercials. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just real quick detour. <laughs> you can you know when a Josh Shapiro oh, commercial man. is on because it starts. It's very sad, and there's a person who's on there that looks sad who says the saddest thing you've ever heard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then they keep and then going, like... and then they keep going about the saddest thing you've ever heard, and you're like, "What am I fucking watching an ad for?" And then, well, by the way, I've already caught on to this, so I know when yeah, they're happening. Yeah. But uh, you're like, "What are you watching an ad for?" It keeps going, and then all of a sudden they say, "So then I contacted Josh Shapiro." And I'm yeah. like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" You like these ads are nuts. These ads are fucking wild because and truly they're like Josh Shapiro helped me in he either helped me in a in a time of huge crisis or unfortunately something terrible happened and now Josh Shapiro is raising awareness and helping me uh, and how we're and we're gonna try to stop that from happening for anybody else. Yeah, like that's what that's they, what his ads are. I think they are good ads. I think they are good ads, and I think it's good to show that you literally tangibly impacted. helped people. Yeah. And here are the people that have been impacted, and mm-hmm. and they're like they're always things that a lot of people can relate to. Yes, like it's not like a small issue. Mm-hmm. It's like this is an issue that happened to a lot of people, and Josh Shapiro is mm-hmm. actually doing something about it. Yeah, and it's great. There's just the saddest things you've ever seen. I, I'll say that they're great ads for people who are like willing to sit and watch something sad and see that it's sad and continue to watch it. It's like 
it's like this sound I'm gonna I'm gonna sound very when I see the like when I see the dogs commercials yeah. when the Sarah McLaughlin song comes on, my first thought is where's the remote? I can't do this. <laughs> I, I absolutely personally I can't do this. I don't have the emotional bandwidth to deal with this right now. I know that those dogs are sad and I agree and it's very bad and I need to change the fucking channel. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not going to cry. I, uh, you want me to sit here and cry? No. Where's the remote? Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a couple anti-Mastriano ads, but yeah. I have not. I, I cannot remember a pro-Mastriano ad I've seen no. since he's won. And I know that like doing like episodes of Barnstorming and then doing our uh, episode, like I've watched a lot of ads like during the primaries and like one of the better ads I thought was one of his where he, you know, had people talking and he seemed reasonable. Um, like that was an ad that I was like worried about because I'm just like, oh, there are going to be a lot of people who see this and go, oh, he's just a reasonable guy and he's absolutely fucking not. But I 100% thought that that was, but what do you think about, what do you think now? Now we'll get back to the original question of, do you think yeah. this negatively, do you think this impacts, I won't even say negatively. Do you think this impacts, because maybe you think he's going to raise points by trying this. <laughs> do, you, do you think that this is going to have any sort of impact on, on him in the, um, gubernatorial election? Um, probably not, but like, How? I, I think that. How not? I think neg- any negative press right now isn't good for him. He needs positive stories. Um, but he's got a few months to get them. I just don't think that this, if this is something that would have impacted you, you already probably weren't going to vote for him. What would be my thought? Cause we already knew he like went to the Capitol on January 6th. <laughs> Okay. So I feel like you could already assume he was a white nationalist can and anti-Semitic. Can I ask this in a different? Can I phrase it in a different way? And ask sure. You we'll see if my answer changes. Do you think this changes the um, ideas of people in Pittsburgh who may have a closer uh, understanding of what's going on with Gab because of what happened there? Do you think that this potentially? Uh, you know, it's. I know that Pittsburgh is going to be going to be a heavily Democratic area anyway, but. They're obviously going to be like, you know, there are people there that that would vote for a Republican. Do you think that this connection potentially makes that gives them pause and makes them say, I, I don't know, I, I this is not I, I can vote for a Republican. I can't vote for a Republican who is that close to this guy who is a part of this group that cheered on what happened in my community. Possibly. But again, like there, see I there. I tried, y'all. There are there are Republicans that you might think are more reasonable and might think aren't white nationalists and anti-Semitic. I don't think Doug Mastriano is one of them. No, I don't. I think you already you already got this impression. Mm-hmm. So if this was an issue that mattered to you, you already weren't going to vote for him. I think but, you're but giving maybe, a lot of credit to. I think you're giving a lot of credit to people and assuming that they're sort of more plugged in than. But are they that plugged in that they're seeing this? I have not seen this anywhere. Oh. You told me about it. No shit, no shit. So if they're not plugged in, they're not seeing this. I okay, interesting. I, well, how about y'all do us a favor <laughs> and fucking send this to people? <laughs> Even if you don't send this podcast episode to people, send articles about this to people. Make sure that they're aware that this is the case. Uh-huh. I think that I think that this is getting a bunch of traction. I think that this was picked up by national media. Um, but I, I do understand where you're coming from. Where you're like, but you don't like. Uh, see, that's that's where. Uh, hmm, yeah, it's like, what do you look at versus what is like? Is this on the local news? That's a good question. 
I didn't see. Uh, I I didn't. We've we've seen some weird stuff that followed tonight at eleven. Yeah. So I don't, I don't. I haven't seen that. So you're right. So that that could be that could be truly um, a thing where people are not seeing this. I yeah. I, it I seems sure like, hope. Like Twitter, you'd see it on Twitter. You'd see it on like Vox or like a a politically motivated website. Like, or like the Washington Post or like CNN or like oh, <laughs> yeah, and 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 people who aren't plugged in are paying attention to those. <laughs> no, I, I I see what you're saying. I'm just <laughs> I'm saying it's not it's on it's 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 out there. But I see what you, I do see what you're saying. But I do think it's not good coverage. No. And I'm not seeing him get any good coverage. So that's not <laughs> like no. that's not good either. So I I definitely don't think it's a positive thing for him. The Post Gazette, which is Pittsburgh's um which is Pittsburgh's paper, mm-hmm. I believe. There's also the Pittsburgh Tribune Review has done it. Um yeah. the Philly Inquirer has put this out. Uh, I don't know what WTAE is. It's a local news. I don't know. Yeah, what it I is. think I've heard of. But them. It, I an hour ago it has. Uh, it says um, Mastriano says he's not anti-Semitic, which which I'd argue that's not a great headline. <laughs> which I'd argue is a great headline. <laughs> it's not a great headline. For sure. <laughs> it's just like ooh, oh no, that means he's definitely yeah. <laughs> uh, Pen live. So so it is. I will I will grant you that it is uh, that that it may be like a little bit further out for people. Um, that said, I do think that it is accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that obviously Josh Shapiro is going to be fucking, uh, pushing the hell out of this, um, which is great. And yeah. I, I, I think that, um, I think that it's very, very, I'd actually, is he, is he saying stuff? Josh Shapiro? I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't lean into saying stuff about this. I would be, that would be a, a, <laughs> And lets other people say stuff instead. But who's who has the who has the the uh, my problem is who has the uh, megaphone that Josh Shapiro has that can that can shine a light on this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I at this point I, I'm looking I'm not, I I'm not seeing Josh Shapiro talk about it right now. Uh, wait, hang on. No, no, no. There it is. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Josh Shapiro is, uh, uh, tweeted about it nine hours ago. Um, tweeted, like, a video with Doug Mastriano talking. Um, uh, and and trying to explain himself, I guess. <laughs> um, talking about the reach that, that Gab has. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. So, I, 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 I do think that it's important for uh, people to see the story. Absolutely. And, and, and I, I, I agree with you, though, that it may be something that those who are like more plugged in like online will see and maybe not just like people who are like you know not you know mainlining twitter yeah and again it just seems like those who already care would already not be voting mastriano yeah but maybe i'm wrong i hope you're wrong well i hope i'm not i think because i hope if they cared they aren't voting no i'm sorry let me let me rephrase i hope (laughs) that you're wrong in the sense that i hope that more people are seeing this than you think oh okay yeah (laughs) that was different than what i just said i was i was talking about what you said as a whole (laughs) okay i apologize we're good we're good guys we're good (laughs) do you want to get to you want to get to the last uh last thing yeah we gotta have you heard about this we got a fun have you heard about this well i say it's fun i don't know because katrina I think found it's it. fun you think it's fun I think it's fun no one was fun. injured 
Um, <laughs> Did you also see the biggest bug oh, in yeah, the world? Oh, yeah, big bee flying outside. That was not a bee. That was so long. Oh, okay. Maybe we saw a different thing. I think I saw a dragon fly. Uh, they're weird. It was big. It was big as hell. Anyway, uh, Sheriff, woman intent on revenge, set fire to wrong house. No! <laughs> you gotta burn down the right house. <laughs> if you're gonna burn down a house, it's gotta be the right one. Salisbury, North Carolina. Come uh, on and raise up. <laughs> a North Carolina woman apparently seeking revenge on her ex-boyfriend tried to set fire to a house owned by someone else, according to the sheriff's office. <laughs> the Rowan County Sheriff's Office said in a report that... Wait, hang on. <laughs> she said tried to? Yeah. Did she not successfully set the house on fire? I don't really think so. Oh my God. <laughs> Nobody was hurt. That's what I was That's why they broke up with you. You just can't. You're not. You just got it. You got to be able to burn a house down. That's not that hard. She tried. Um, The Rowan County Sheriff's Office said in a report that a homeowner in Gold Hill was awakened Friday by a neighbor who saw a woman trying to set fire to the house. (laughs) There were bundles of wood and a fire on the front porch. So they tried to set her house on set the house on fire in the same way that they're like. We're going to make a campfire. Yeah, like a bonfire. They're like, let me just get some wood. <laughs> let me put some, like, what do you, you just, I put wood around your house and I'm going to go ahead and get oh, some. Oh, it's just on the porch. I mean, oh, on the porch. And let me just get some newspapers so I could set them on fire, toss them into the wood. And deputies found a jug of oil that they say was used to start the fire. So there you go. She used oil. All right. Um, she knows what she's doing. As the homeowner went to get a garden hose. He saw burning po- pieces of wood around a propane tank. Okay. This is, you read this whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I'm like, this is getting scarier. <laughs> the, the garden hose didn't work because the woman had apparently used a sealant to block the flow of water. So she was. When you're good, <laughs> you're good. She, and like, she thought ahead. She definitely thought ahead where she's like, I know they're going to try to put this out of the fucking hose and I'm not going to let them do it. Yeah. Um, the homeowner grabbed a rifle and confronted the woman who was holding one of his dogs on a leash. Um, wait, stop. What? The woman was, the holding... woman had one of his dogs <laughs> What the? Fuck? and he had a gun. He had a gun. He had a rifle and she had a dog. Yeah. So she brought a dog to a rifle. Well, thing. it was his dog. Oh, I know. She found his dog <laughs> she at found, the rifle. She, found his dog. <laughs> she brought his go- his dog to a gunfight. <laughs> With law enforcement and emergency personnel approaching, the woman drove off. Uh, Please tell me she left the dog. She left the dog. Good. Um, Deputies arrested the woman and charged her with first-degree arson, with felony first-degree arson, assault with a deadly weapon. No, no, no. She took the dog because she was also charged with larceny of an animal. My God, she fucking stole the dog. (laughs) She was charged for it. Larceny of an animal. The dog was like, what the fuck is up? (laughs) I was literally sleeping, and then this lady that I don't know, who, hang on, I have, I'm gonna back up real quick. Just, does she thought it was someone else's house? Mm-hmm. It wasn't that person's house. She, did she, did that other person also have a dog? And she was like. <laughs> like it's really unclear. It's true. They don't get into detail on the ex-boyfriend situation. I think. That they need to, because I need yeah. to know, like, oh, he had a dog that looked similar. Like so how, she's like, how, how connected were you to? Like, like you, you think that if you're going to burn somebody's house down, like they really did you dirty. Like you, you were in love for years and they like betrayed you. 
But you, you don't know, know where what their live. house looks like. You should know where they live. <laughs> it's fucking crazy that you don't know where they yeah. live. It makes you think like they were dating for like a week and he broke I up I feel like you two weren't as <laughs> close as you thought you were. Yeah. I feel like it's not as it's not a close relationship. Uh, just the last part of the article is uh, investigators estimate the home sustained approximately twenty thousand dollars in damage. Damn! Oh my Which God. is probably just from the porch. From the porch. From the porch. That that, that woman destroyed. <laughs> but Dan, like she was smart enough to block the hose, but, but she not couldn't smart like, enough really to, like, burn the house. That was... She that's there's this well, a lot of holes in this story. The story is the story is weird because she like knew to block off the hose took the dog but didn't like at any point go i don't think this is his house <laughs> like I, I feel like this is somebody else's house entirely <laughs> i just don't think this is his house unless she thought like he's cheating on me at this house maybe cuz that would that would at least make some sense but I'm having trouble following the rest of this. I'm having trouble seeing it for what it like because truly this is a delightful story. Um, it is it is it is funny and wild and but also like you got if you're gonna do this you gotta you gotta source your shit out. You gotta get the right house. You can't you can't be going for revenge and burn down a random person's house. Yeah, that's not cool. I, I found a. Uh... I found a more detailed article. Does the article um, tell anything about the ex and whether or not they, they are a pet owner? So it does say that he does not, the ex did not live in the neighborhood. <laughs> what but the fuck? did own, <laughs> he owned farmland in the neighborhood. Uh, the homeowner that said. That wasn't a farm. <laughs> the homeowner said they know him. Oh, my God. But not the woman. And they have no idea why she came to their house. I don't even know why she came to our house to burn it down she came for. That's so funny. That's so crazy. Yeah. This, uh, she also, um, slashed their pool. They had an above ground pool. She slashed the pool so that they couldn't get water out of it. What the fuck? She, (laughs) She, like, was, like, one step away from, like, and then I, like, turned their water main off entirely. Yeah. <laughs> like, she she made sure to take out any, like, avenues to water that they had, but didn't, like, go, let me make sure I'm burning the right house down? No. Yeah, that's, that's a wild story, isn't this it? Is a, this is a cocaine, uh, this is a cocaine uh, move, I think. <laughs> this is something that you, like... You're mad, you do cocaine, and then you're like, got it. I got my plan. I got, got my plan, it. and I'm not even thinking, I don't even have to think twice about this. I know this is the perfect plan, <laughs> and there are no faults to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you look at a picture, you'll assume uh, no, drugs no. are involved, yeah. for sure. I mean, they have to be <laughs> if you're burning down a house in a different neighborhood than the, where the so, guy lives. Like, so thorough. Slashing the pool? That's that they can't get water out of here. I'm gonna bust this pool. That takes that takes so much planning. That takes so much planning. And it's just like, how much planning did you do at a different house? Sealant. She brought sealant and Mm -hmm. sealed up the hose. I, I you you gotta be like, she did so much like it's a lot of work to not do it at the right place at all. Yeah. Wow. Well, 
Listen, here at Alcoholics, we don't condone burning anyone's house down out of revenge. But if you do do that, and again, we don't think that you should. And legally, we're saying don't do it. And if you do it, it's not our fault that you've done it. But if you do do it, get the person's Go house right. Go to the right house. Go to the right house. You go to the right house and plan all of this out the way that you that you have. You obviously have a great plan, baby. You got it down. But, like, do it at the right place. <laughs> like, make sure you go to, at the very least, go to their neighborhood. <laughs> like, at the very <laughs> least. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Um, we may not be back next week. We could do a show on Friday. We will be back next week. No, we're, we have a podcast. We could do it during the day. We got this. Did you say we have a podcast on Friday? Or we have D&D on Friday. Do we? Yeah. All right. We may or may not be back next week because our co-host is turning 30. Me. So happy birthday to her. Um, and uh, we will be, if, if we're not back next week, we'll be back the week after. We'll be back We'll be back next week. And honestly, everybody stop fucking asking me about it. We'll be back (laughs) next week. Thank you all for listening. We will see you next week. Uh, Please like the uh, Facebook page. Subscribe to it. uh, Subscribe to the podcast on places. Tell your friends about it. Leave a review and a five-star review and blah, 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 blah. Thank you all for listening. (laughs) We'll see you next week. And until then, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.